0: Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. We're continuing on our series in Psalm 119. This next section is going to involve verse 65 through 80. And of course, Psalm 119 is all about the Word of God and its benefits for those who live by it. So let's listen now to Psalm 119, starting in verse 65. Do good to your servant according to your word, Lord. Teach me knowledge and good judgment, for I trust in your commands. Before I was afflicted, I went astray, but now I obey your word. You are good, and what you do is good. Teach me your decrees. Though the arrogant have smeared me with lies, I keep your precepts with all of my heart. Their hearts are callous and unfeeling, but I delight in your law. It was good for me to be afflicted so that I might learn your decrees. The law from your mouth is more precious to me than thousands of pieces of silver and gold. Your hands made me and formed me. Give me understanding to learn your commands." May those who fear you rejoice when they see me, for I have put my hope in your word. I know, Lord, that your laws are righteous, and that in faithfulness you have afflicted me. May your unfailing love be my comfort, according to your promise to your servant. Let your compassion come to me that I may live, for your law is my delight. May the arrogant be put to shame. For wronging me without cause. But I will meditate on your precepts. May those who fear you turn to me, those who understand your statutes. May I wholeheartedly follow your decrees so that I may not be put to shame. And so this opens with a plea for the Lord's favor. The first eight verses begin with the letter Tet, um, the Hebrew letter Tet. And so the first verse, do good to your servant according to your word, Lord. And uh, it's a plea for the Lord to just do exactly what his word says he'll do, essentially. Verse 66 is um, one of the the many verses in Psalm 119 that is recited prior to blowing the shofar on Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah is the Jewish uh, word for New Year's, their New Year's Day, religious New Year's. And so verse 66, teach me knowledge and good judgment, for I trust your commands. And we all need that from the Lord. We need his His teaching of knowledge and good judgment. There's a before and after picture for obedience in, in verse 67. Before I was afflicted, I went astray, but now I obey your word. And so the response to whatever this affliction was, Uh, is obedience to the Word of God. Verse 68, you are good, and what you do is good. Teach me your decrees. We use the expression, God is good all the time. God is good. And, of course, this, um, this verse is in line with that. You're good, and what you do is good. I like that. The next little section of a couple of verses contrasts the arrogant, the feelings and actions of the arrogant, with the psalmist who is a godly person verse 69 though the arrogant have smeared me with lies i keep your precepts with all of my heart their hearts are callous and unfeeling but i delight in your law so it's a significant contrast verse 71 it was good for me to be afflicted so that i might learn your decrees and so again affliction is mentioned It's good for me to be afflicted so that I might learn your decrees. We don't know the nature of this affliction, whether it was judgment or what, but um, the psalmist's response to the affliction was learning the decrees of the Lord. And then, verse 72 is um, a familiar verse to me, and perhaps familiar to you as well. The law from your mouth is more precious to me than thousands of pieces of silver and gold. And, friends, No better words have ever been spoken concerning the Word of God. The Word of God, line by line, precept upon precept, chapter after chapter, book after book, all of it is worth more than any quantity of silver or gold that could be imagined. The Word of God is eternal. The things of this world can be purchased with silver and gold, but the things of the kingdom of heaven cannot be purchased with silver and gold. The psalmist then uh, moves on to the next letter, yod, and uh, in this first verse, the psalmist prays for understanding. He says, "'Your hands have made me and formed me. Give me understanding to learn your commands.'" Now, it's interesting that this verse uses the word hands, your hands have formed me, and that this verse begins with the letter yod. Most of you may be aware of this, but all Hebrew letters started as pictographs. And so the yod, uh, the pictograph, is the side of a cupped hand. And this verse refers to the hands, God's hands making me, and the letter yod precedes this verse. So the cupped hand of God formed me and gives me understanding. Verse 74, may those who fear you rejoice when they see me, for I have put my hope in your word. And so the lovers of God will recognize other lovers of God who uh, respond with obedience to the ways of the Lord. Verse 75, I know, Lord, that your laws are righteous and that in faithfulness you have afflicted me. Once again, a mention of affliction and um, a declaration that the Lord is righteous in all of his ways. The Lord is compassionate toward us, as mentioned in verse 76 and 77. May your unfailing love be my comfort, according to your promise to your servant. Let your compassion come to me so that I may live, for your law is my delight. And then we follow this with a short, imprecatory prayer request. May the arrogant be put to shame for wronging me without cause. But I will meditate on your precepts so the psalmist asked uh, the Lord to put the arrogant to shame for the way they behaved toward him. He then prays for favor for those that are like-minded believers. Verse 79, may those who fear you turn to me and those who understand your statutes. And so um, like-minded believers gather together. And finally, verse 80 closes with these words, um, prayer for an undivided heart. May I wholeheartedly follow your decrees so that I may not be put to shame. And so, friends, honestly, all of these words are worthy of our prayer requests. The psalmist continually magnifies the, the benefits of the Word of God and the, the response of the people who live by the ways of God and the precepts of God are outlined. So, Lord, we, along with the psalmist, pray that you would give us understanding to learn your commands, your precepts, your ways, your words, your decrees. Lord, you're good, and everything that you do is good. We agree wholeheartedly that your ways are the ways of life, and the world's ways are the ways of death. We ask you, Lord, to have compassion on us. Take away our arrogance, and Lord, give us grace to hear you and to learn your ways with undivided hearts. We pray this, Lord, in Jesus' name. You can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.